Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. Dave LaGreca and my tag team partner today, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the house of hardcore and the heart and soul of professional wrestling Tommy Dreamer. Tommy, how are you, man? I'm doing great. I'm here with two of my closer friends, and we're going to talk a little bit of uh, whatever. Well, it's 420, right? April 20th. So who better to celebrate with than WWE Hall of Famer Rob Van Dam? Listen, if you want and you want to really celebrate today the right way, go to rvdcbd.com. I'm a big big fan of the uh, Sour Space Candy and, of course, the rolling paper that you heard this man kind of tout a little bit. Let's bring him in. The legend and Hall of Famer, Rob Van Dam. Rob, there they're rolling papers there in your head. How are you, man? Dude, uh, I am excellent. And uh, everybody seemed to enjoy uh, seeing RVD rolling papers on WrestleMania. Uh, if there was a tagline, I think it would be this. When you're using RVD rolling papers, you know you're smoking what RVD's smoking. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh dave uh, i gotta tell you from i've known rob forever he's one of my closest friends and now that you know you travel the world from ecw to wwe back to the indies impact but especially during indies or meet and greets more people will tell me because of ecw they had either their first beer with the sandman or had a little 420 with Rob Van Dam before an ECW show. And I'll just laugh. But Rob, you know, honestly, like, I mean, I, Rob knows I don't smoke. I, I don't drink. But Rob was always ahead of the game on everything. And, like, besides his style of wrestling, which literally changed the business. But if you think about the first ever ECW main press we ever got was Rob being on the cover of High Times magazine. But Rob was always about also like the medical uh, helping of medical marijuana and all that type of stuff. So just, I mean, also like with stretching before all the yoga craze and all that stuff, that was all that Rob does. So he's always been ahead of the curve. So I'm really interested to hear about like the whole CBD stuff because I take it, I've taken uh, his cream and it really, really helps. I've taken CBDs for man, over a year and a half. And they said it takes about like five months to work. And I don't live a life of pain at all. And I know that's a tribute to the CBDs that I'm taking, but Rob is the expert. So that's why we got him on. 
Yeah, and yeah. Rob, I I know with the documentary that you had out recently, and you talk about recovery. You know, does that really help for your recovery, and has that extended your career? Well, um, the so the the documentary you're you're talking about Headstrong, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Which have you even seen that yet, Tommy? You're starring in it. I have seen it. Oh, okay. Well, for the first uh, eight years it was out, he hadn't seen it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, you know, by the way, uh, cannabis isn't even mentioned one time in the documentary, which has surprised a lot of people, but uh, um, it was kind of like the stage before because uh, we covered a lot of talking headstrong about concussions. And, you know, I, I made the choice to go from being the indestructible man of rubber to being like a guy that guess what, you know, I, I deal with shit too. And, um, so, uh, opening up my vulnerable side, I found that I helped a lot of people dealing with their own problems, you know, whether it was depression or concussions, whatever, but we also didn't know enough about concussions. I was, I was, uh, you know, treated by a neurologist. I had vision therapy. They couldn't tell me anything. I'd say, how long is this double vision going to last? I don't know. They really couldn't say much at all. And it's because it's a relatively new, you know, study, but also people don't talk about it. So it's a slow study. So I, I like the fact that my movie and, and, afterwards my mission one of them became to spread the awareness about that and that organically led to uh, uh cannabis because i've always um at least close to 20 years have uh, known that thc has some positive effects on the neurological system it could uh first they were saying it could slow down the progression of alzheimer's then they were saying it could outright stop it prevent it um, and maybe even, uh, um, you know, backtrack it. And it's like cannabis has always been illegal to study since, you know, always. So that's why we don't know that much about it yet. You know, all we knew was it got you high and, uh, it made people laugh and get the munchies, but that's just uh, THC, which is just one out of like a hundred cannabinoids, which are, uh, properties that are unique to the cannabis plant. So CBD is another one of those cannabinoids. Um, it's very much like THC in a lot of respects, in a lot of the uh, um, way that your body reacts to it, but not exactly. So you're able to, uh, you know, uh, not get high and lose your concentration, but yet still get some of the healing properties. And the, the list of uh, benefits is like so big and it's still experimental you know um we have our own systems inside of us the, uh, and we call it an endocannabinoid system it's a message center throughout our whole body it controls everything so uh, the cbd or the thc or anything or a combination of them uh and many others they latch onto the receptors on our own system and then it mimics like what our body already knows how to do you know by by getting over being angry you know or by uh by dealing with inflammation by sending the right agents down to the right parts of the body where it needs it so so it's really cool it's where the future is going or uh, as far as um you know people that want to get away from uh, prescription drugs uh that's why i've been an advocate for so long even though everybody thought i was crazy I'm not going to stand here and say, I told you so. I'm going to say, hey, guess what? Come to me. I think, uh, you know, if you're going to come to somebody, 
come to me because uh, I just want to help people out. And that's what I'm doing. And the, the feedback I've been getting from everyone that's been using the uh, CBD, especially people that have tried other stuff and didn't get results and get results from mine, it, it goes straight to the heart. And it makes sense because my stuff is different. I didn't just put my name on some other product. You know, I had to tweak it. I had to make it right because I've had years of sampling everybody else's stuff and I knew what I needed better about it. So very proud to stand behind uh, saying that I got the best uh, CBD product out there. The pain cream is our flagship product. You know, you can't, you can't feel yourself heal unless you're a mutant like Deadpool or Wolverine, you know? So a lot of times people take CBDs and they just hope that it's in, it's helping inside. I don't know. Hopefully I'm healing faster. I don't know. With the pain cream, um, I had to have it loaded with menthol so you can feel it soothing, penetrating, that's delivering it into your system, and, and it makes the pain go away, at least temporarily, while the highest grade of CBDs possible is, uh, you know, working its magic inside, dealing with the inflammation and uh, telling your body to heal. Yeah, um, two WrestleManias ago, I've discussed this uh, on Busted Open, I basically tore... I need Tommy John surgery and my arm and elbow was killing me for the longest time. And Is it my fault. No, we okay, weren't in that match. Um, okay. You just give me, you give me a few concussions uh, and I've given you a few concussions. Uh, so the doctor was just like, you know, you need, you need Tommy John surgery. If you're a professional pitcher, you're out a year. And I was just like, well, doc. Um, and he's like, you can't wrestle. And I said, well, I've wrestled. Probably. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've wrestled probably 14 times since this and I've trained arms and I've been using CBD cream and he was just like well if it doesn't affect you just keep on doing what you want to do but I'm recommending surgery and you need time off so well I can't take time off but I've been using that and some days my arm hurts I put it on and it stops hurting it's literally that simple and I'm you know I'm able to work out I'm able to do things. And the best part about like with CBDs and all, it's, it's not so much to prolong your career because, you know, yeah, Rob Van Dam, Tommy Dreamer, I think we could probably wrestle and have a match in our sixties if we wanted to, we, we're, we know how to work smarter, but it's about your quality of life. Yeah. You know, I, I, by the way, I mean, I've done a lot of uh, studying, especially when I had the double vision that was lasting. It was crazy because hundreds of concussions, no lasting symptoms ever. And I figured it was because of the weed because all my peers say, oh yeah, I have, I see floaters or I get ringing in my ears or whatever. Almost all my peers from the ECW days anyway, tell me they know they have long-term concussion damage, which is not the same thing as CTE, which is something that uh, that's important to me. Everybody thinks they have CTE, it's, it's, they don't. CTE is a degenerative disease where your brain is wasting away. All the boys think they have it. And the, truthfully, um, a lot of us uh, have like um, concussion syndrome. It's not the same thing. So, uh, but, but anyway, um, CBDs, everybody reacts differently to it, by the way, just like everybody reacts differently to everything, you know? So I don't know about that five month thing, you know, like some people have, uh, to try to you know try to say yeah it takes a long long time to build up the system the tinctures uh people that don't have a tolerance to marijuana and stuff a lot of people that i know will take the tincture especially mine that are three thousand milligram uh in a in a bottle um 
they feel tired afterwards. They take it before they go to bed and they actually feel drowsy. I laugh at that because I don't actually feel it. Uh, but I, but I take it before I go to bed and uh, I think that it helps me sleep better, but I never have a hard time sleeping anyway. I'm a good sleeper, but that's, you know, some people feel, uh, what other people don't. And anyway, you know, all the studies, um, are out there when, when I, my first time taking CBD, I broke my ankle at some point. Um, it couldn't have been way back in ECW. I think this was, uh, I think it was when I broke my foot, um, <laughs> in 2016, um, being drunk and, uh, um, and, uh, wrestling with Phil Baroni in the hotel pond. Um, and somebody, uh, the, the people from Charlotte's web had sent me, uh, some, some CBD, uh, for my foot. Cause a uh, friend, Michael Boris, uh, medic mike he uh, he had hooked that up and they sent me letters saying hey this has been shown to heal bones you know and hopefully it'll help you and i looked it up and uh you know they had done this experiment with mice and they they broke a bunch of their femurs and gave some of them cbd and not only did they heal faster but their bones were stronger than the ones that didn't have you know and so you know i can't feel that you know but that's just something that science tells me and uh the downside to it Nothing except, you know, maybe money. I mean, you know, you got to buy the stuff and that's, uh, that's something that it's up to you if you want to budget that in or, or not. But I mean, really there's not a downside. There's not, people aren't taking CBD and then uh, failing drug tests or, you know, losing their, their senses behind the wheel or anything. It's not psychoactive. It's just, um, it's something that, you know, we've known about for quite a while. There's CBN, there's CBG that are showing tremendous, possibilities with helping the um the neural system you know i read that cbg could regenerate dead brain tissue and i was like you know what i gotta get behind this and uh and get some people and come up with a formula something and that's what i'm still on so that's the the substance behind rvd cbd is 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 uh, eventually when i have something that i really feel like can help i'm going to be putting out something to help um everybody i mean it's not just from brain damage, if it helps with that and that chemistry, it'll help with depression and Alzheimer's and, and everything. It's all very related in the brain as far as the plaque that builds up and, and the message system that's interrupted up there. So that's something that um, we are working on and I'm always sampling other stuff. And personally, I've tried the oxygen therapy and the stem cells and I got to say CBD does as good uh, for me as anything. I know uh, my dog was having seizures. He was getting on in years and having seizures I remember talking to you and it was like, Hey, I've heard some people talk about CBDs for pets and you're like, yeah, try it out. Can't hurt. And literally stopped within two days for my dog having seizures. And I know a friend of mine who owns a CBD uh, dispensary is that's what he's like. That's all I want to do. He's like, I want to help pets. And with CBDs, he goes, because, you know, hey, they're animals and we need to care for them and all that stuff. And he's like, I feel it's, you know, really, really helpful. And I was just like, hey, I'm more than down to help advocate that, too, because I know how they help me. And, you know, me, I'm, I don't want to say I've been straight edge, but I pretty much have never done anything. I'm not hardcore. But uh, when it comes to your pets, you want to do anything, too, to help them. And it, I, when you see results firsthand, because even you, like, will say, like, how are you not in any type of pain? And I'm like, I'm not. And, like, when my dog was having a seizure a day and scaring the crap out of my family to not having any seizures, that's important. You and DDP 
you're literally out there trying to help people from your own experiences of like stuff that you went through, like with your head, your double vision, being in pain, all that stuff, because you put your body through a lot. Yeah, it's it's a very rewarding journey, too, by the way. I see why DDP is always so amped up with energy. I kind of reacted differently. I'm, I am in high spirits as well, but uh, I'm a little more calm about it. But it's so much positive energy. It's so it's so there's a lot of gratitude and it just keeps you keeps me in the attitude of gratitude. I'm just happy to be uh, helping people and be around them. And, and, and also I've kind of not that I strayed away, but as far as being an advocate for cannabis, when it was an uphill fight, that's when I really put a lot of energy into it. You know what I mean? Like what people didn't know, like I go to every, every time I'd, walk into an airport everyone's getting their last cigarette outside the door that's how it used to be like a big gang you'd have to walk through and i'd be like they don't understand cigarettes is killing them and they're pot shaming me they think that i'm gonna die because i'm smoking weed it's actually going to extend my life and one out of two of these motherfuckers is gonna die if they don't quit smoking cigarettes and i really felt like i don't know almost like a bible thumper like i needed to like i, I knew something that everyone needed to know. And then, you know, lately it's been like a downhill slide. More than half the country uh, knows that marijuana is not this evil, dangerous drug. It was uh, put out to be purposely. We have two thirds of the states now that have medicinal programs. Um, I think 11 recreational. It's, it's that. So, so I kind of like, then I backed off some of the energy that I used to feel obligated to put into it but now that i have my cbd company it's like i'm back into this industry and and, and i'm just welcomed with you know big open arms by everybody in the industry it's cool you know it's like uh um like i said i wasn't totally disconnected but now all the events i go to and stuff having everybody in the cannabis industry tell me how I've impacted their lives for the better you know over the last 30 years and it's like uh it's very rewarding you know, somebody that has done a lot of work with head trauma, and I, I want to get your reaction if if he's in with the cannabis as well and CBD is uh, Chris Nowinski, because I know he did so much in the world uh, in the NFL uh, for head trauma and concussions. And I know you've worked with him as well. Um, so talk about that relationship. And, and I believe, too, and, and I think you might even have mentioned this on the show before about what you're going to give to to that uh, foundation as well, even after you pass with some, some things with your brain as well. Yeah. Uh, Nowinski's the man. He's a, he's a bit of a hero of mine. Um, uh, definitely an inspiration. He was wrestling with us. He had some concussions, maybe one real bad one. I think there was several that uh, ended up sticking around with him, you know, and it's, and it started, you know, this, curiosity like how come sometimes it just goes right away other times it sticks with you well his symptoms kept him from pursuing professional wrestling but he just you know turned that into a positive and started studying the brains and comparing wrestlers brains with those of football players and the cte was an accepted um thing with with football but not but you know there was a lot of pushback coming to wrestling and Chris was, you know, one of the two guys actually that enlightened us as to how could crazy things happen? Like Chris Benoit tragedy, you know, I mean, uh, Tommy, you knew Mike Austin really well. That was my riding partner. He and I, you know, in 2001, 
uh, were riding town to town to town together. You know, I enjoyed him very much. I didn't, you know, it was very disturbing to find out that he decided to hang himself, you know, and it's like um, all these commonalities, you know, depression linked to brain trauma. It's, you know, go with the science. So Nowitzki, by the way, uh, yes, I donated my brain and spine to the way back to um, the uh, to the study through Chris Nowitzki. He's up at the Brain Bank in Boston. Uh, Chris and Tommy are both a big part of my movie Headstrong, which is on Amazon. And I was on the phone with him the whole time trying to get his advice because I'd never been through this before. I'm like, uh, hey, Chris, I had this lightest. It wasn't even a hard bump to the head. I got double vision, which has happened lots of times, but it didn't shake off. This one, you know, it's a couple of days later and I still see double in and, and, you know, and, and so I was on the phone with him and just, you know, like if he would have said, get to the hospital immediately, then I probably would have. Um, but uh, some of his advice didn't sink in until later. In retrospect, after watching the movie and seeing how long my symptoms lasted, and still my vision's not like it was before, but then also I'm like four years older now, and that's probably a factor as well. And my eyesight has always been bad. But um, looking back, I think one lesson that I learned from watching my own movie was that when you have symptoms from a concussion, you need to rest. You need to not stimulate your brain. I did the opposite. That could have been a factor to why the... Uh, the side effects hung around so long. It's it's crazy, and then and I think now I I think what the biggest thing you said, Rob, is the fact that people are, seem to be more educated right now. The legalization of marijuana and and people realizing the effects in a healthy way. And I think that story you talk about, like people copping a smoke, you know, smoke breaks. It's it's so embedded, you know, in our culture. When it comes to cigarette smoke, maybe now it's going to be the opposite when it comes to cannabis. It is. I mean, you know, um, it has been in the societies that I've lived in for at least the last 20 years. You know, I lived uh, I'm in Las Vegas now. They're loud and proud. There's cannabis billboards all over the place. It's a big uh, part of our economy here. And we're happy about it. I lived in California for 20 years before that, you know, so. Um, I would only be reminded how slow the rest of the world is when I take those trips back to the East Coast and everybody, everybody would want to like dive down and hide in the backseat of their cars and smoke in the parking lot. And I was like, what? So I, you know, I had my, uh, my hand slapped a lot of times over the years because I would just stand there and smoke and be like, what? It's cannabis. It's pot. You know, it's not like it's, cigarettes now that shit's dangerous actually i remember one time i was in the uk um and i was taking a smoke break out in the parking lot and it, it was in front of a school and i i just i noticed while i was smoking while i was walking that i was in front of a school with a one-way window i couldn't see in and i was thinking like wow there could be a whole classroom of kids watching me burn this joint right now and, and i remember like really identifying my feelings at that moment uh, it was so long ago, two th- but um, 2002, I think. But I was like, uh, man, if if there are any kids in there that are going to be uh, affected by seeing me do this and they think it's OK, I, I hope they know it's pot, not cigarettes. I, I may have gotten some people in trouble somewhere. Maybe they might have started smoking because they thought it was cool because RVD was the hero and maybe they got into trouble. Probably not on any health trouble, um, maybe with their parents or the law, but those are the only bad side effects there. I know that I've helped 
way more people for sure because they come up and tell me their stories and you know um i'm i'm not really bending there i've uh, you know i've I've always said uh, that it's it's not it's not uh, what it's made out to be, um, and it's always had a negative smear campaign, and it can help a lot of people. Not for everybody. Nothing is. You know, uh, Dave, Rob. I remember. I think it was like around 2001 when, uh, or 2002 with WWE when they started uh, with the drug policy. Maybe a little later i'm sorry after that but he'd be like this is going to be legal for years he would always talk about it he's just like it's wrong like everyone thinks about like getting uh this from like a dealer like in a in a dirty filthy street no this is going to be like he had this vision of how the world was and if you think about it like it has so much to do with like money and all that stuff where you say like uh doctors will prescribe i'm i'm 50 but when i was 40 i could literally go to my doctor and get testosterone which if i have a prescription guess what i'm on steroids but it's okay but everyone would think that like oh steroids and growth hormone when they were uh you're, you're getting it from like a guy who's making it in his bathtub as opposed to getting it from a doctor and now that like i really like it's, it's 2021 and we have rob van dam talking about his rolling papers where not even five years ago, it was still kind of taboo where I live in New York. New York now has just passed the law where it's allowed to happen. I and mean, I remember my father had, was, he was blind in one eye, had glaucoma and had Parkinson's. And both his doctors were like, hey, this is progressing. Why don't you try? And it was medical marijuana for the pain. But then it was also, hey, why don't you try the CBD stuff, which is without the high feeling to help you and stop the progression of your disease that there's no cure. So these are all things that I know from my experiences and you're hearing it from the man who's dealt with from his experiences. And like I said, he just wants to help. And this isn't about getting high. This isn't about, this is about prolonging your life as well as your quality of life. And that's to me, the most important. You know, they actually did a test allegedly. It's like, it's a myth. Of, uh, it's like one of those, um, I'm almost an urban legend now because the reports for it, if you Google it, they'll say the reports for it uh, somehow have disappeared, but there's certain people who have seen the reports, but they did something a long time ago. And my Jack Harrod was a friend of mine who was the emperor. He was the OG telling everybody that this plant uh, is the most resourceful plant on the entire planet. Um, and it can replace 80% of everything. But um, Jack, um, Jack told me uh, when, that they did the study and he was like, you can live longer. They did a study and people who smoke pot versus people that don't smoke pot versus people that, you know, smoke cigarettes and both. They did this study and allegedly, and the uh, marijuana smokers had longer life expectancies based on this study. Um, it just, it, whether that, it makes sense to me, you know, I don't know for sure. I don't think there's evidence uh, that, 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 that's still out there from it, but it's something you can Google and see that it's a story, but it makes sense to me. Stress is the number one enemy to human health. And I get it. A lot of people think, you know, well, it can't be healthy to put any kind of smoke in your lungs. Um, and, and I get that way of thinking, but the science tells me different. Um, it's magic smoke. Mark Emery was the Prince of pot. He was another OG. Um, this guy, he, he had this, um, 
this journey, this mission uh, that he pointed himself, he wanted to uh, flood, overflow the world with marijuana by shipping seeds everywhere. He lived up in Canada and he shipped for years to the United States, got busted. The States wanted uh, Mark Emery to be uh, extradited and Canada didn't want to do it. There's a documentary called The Prince of Pot, if you want to see more about it. But one time I was hanging out with him, uh, he was passing the bong around to, to the boys and he was educated. <laughs> Yes. This was like so long ago, 2001, 2002. And he said, uh, he said, you know, people think that the smoke is bad in your lungs. And he said, um, but actually marijuana smokers take deeper breaths than non-marijuana smokers in general. Unless you're a swimmer, you don't usually go and like really breathe in and stretch your lungs out. You know, um, some people do, but on the average people don't. And, and he was saying, when you do that, he said that the THC actually goes into pockets of your alveoli, your little air sacs and scoops out the impurities that are trapped in there. And that's always made sense. Cause all the studies I've done, like where's the lip cancer, where's the throat cancer, tongue cancer, lung cancer, where's any of that associated with, uh, with marijuana, you know? So I dare say it's magic smoke. It's a healing smoke, but, but I get it. If you don't want to put smoke in your lungs and, and there's other ways, of course, you know, to ingest it besides, besides smoking it, uh, that's, that's, that's my preference. I like to smoke it in RVD rolling papers. Um, even knowing that, uh, filtered through water is a little safer, but you know, I, I can't stand the smell and the water's dirty after the first hit. Um, it's just, you know, every once in a while I, I, I change everything up a little bit, but that's for quite a while. That's, that's my preference. If I was going to have a, a breath holding contest, then I probably wouldn't take it, take the drag right off the doobie before, you know, but other than that, um, I, I don't see it uh, harming physically uh, my chances of doing anything. Uh, before we let you go, I got to ask you just a few days before here talking to you, uh, going into the WWE Hall of Fame. How was that moment for you? How was the night? Because it was kind of surreal watching it without fans in attendance, but man, something special, Rob, and you deserve it. And from all the moments with ECW, to, to what you've done in the WWE and even beyond. I mean, some of the matches you had with TNA are some of my all-time favorites. I mean, talk a little bit about just that that ceremony that night and going into the Hall of Fame. Um, well, I mean, obviously, it's an incredible honor, you know. And, I, I mean, I knew going in, like, this is some, this is some, uh, some serious shit, you know, being having my name cemented in with this prestigious group of – you know, uh, people that influenced me and people that have ruled the entire business, you know, whether I deserve it or not, you know, that's always going to be subjective to whoever is saying that, you know, and for years I've heard, um, Hey, future hall, hall of famer. And I've been like, well, that's cool that they think that of me, you know, but now subjective to Vince and to WWE, they think that I'm worthy. So, so, uh, you know, that, that adds a lot of honor to it. When, when I heard the speeches were going to be short, um, I was a little bit bummed, you know, because everyone was saying, oh, I can't wait to hear your speech. And I was, you know, my, I was kind of putting out there to people I would talk to, you know, lower your expectations because, um, I, and it was going to be short. We had a lot of people to go through. And, um, and so when I went out there, I, I, you know, I, I was trying to think of what to write before, you know, and I kept pulling out my pad of paper and, and, uh, 
and I would just, I get, I'd start daydreaming or whatever. And I'd start to write something and, uh, and you know, just, just like everywhere in life for me, what works for me is I can't, I can't force it. You know, uh, I have to wait till everything just drops into place and ended up like I went out there not knowing what I was going to say. And I haven't heard it back in its entirety. So I'm not really sure what all I said, but I just went out there to speak from the heart. And and I was uh, very pleased to see that that people seem to enjoy the speech. And, and when I was hearing some of the comments at first about that it was like they're, you know, some of them were saying it was their favorite speech. It was so genuine. I was just like, wow, like I totally didn't think I was going to be able to be the whole effing show in three to five minutes. <laughs> so that was, so that was awesome. You know, the whole night was awesome. Uh, having Vince and, and Hunter uh, tell me that I changed the business. Uh, you know, that's, that'll stick with me forever you know that's uh that's great you know I, of course i joked like uh, for better or worse uh, and they both said for better so all right um you know that's uh that's something that means a lot to me and i know that a lot of people were were happy you know like i can feel the energy and everybody's like if they're happy for me and i'm happy for them everybody's happy you know well, you have changed the business, and you truly are one of a kind. Uh, I always would tell you when we were wrestling, you were my favorite guy to watch even when I was wrestling. You did change the business because so many people adapted or wanted to do stuff that you did because before that, no one was doing it. And, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to have you in my life. I love you, and uh, I'm happy to be a part of your journey, and congratulations on the Hall of Fame. Well-deserved. Oh, thanks, Tom. I love you. I don't know you well enough to love you, but I like you a lot. Um, <laughs> seriously, like uh, every, everybody go to rvdcbd.com. Uh, just amazing stuff. Uh, do your research. Uh, look over the products. I think you'll be really, really pleased. And once again, rvdcbd.com. And, and Rob, thank you so much for the time, man. Truly a pleasure. You are a Hall of Famer, one of my all-time favorites, one of the all-time greats, and it was a pleasure sitting down with you today. Awesome. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. 
That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash.